Today's show is sponsored by CloudZero. For software-driven companies focused on growing margins, CloudZero is the only cloud cost intelligence platform that puts engineering in control by connecting technical decisions to business results. By analyzing cloud services like AWS and Snowflake, CloudZero provides real-time cost insights that help you maximize margins. Engineering teams can answer critical questions like, who are my most expensive customers? How much does this specific feature cost our business? What's the cost impact of re-architecting this application? With cost anomaly alerts via Slack, product-specific data views, and granular engineering context that makes it easy to investigate any cost, CloudZero is your complete cloud cost intelligence platform, connecting the dots between high-level trends and individual line items. Join companies like Drift, Rabbit7, and SeatGeek by visiting cloudzero.com slash cloudcast to get started today. That's cloudzero.com slash cloudcast. Cloudcast Media presents from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delb and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome back to the Cloudcast. We are coming to you live from the massive Cloudcast studios here in Raleigh, North Carolina, getting towards the end of September 2022. Uh, fall is here. Fall uh, weather is in the air. College football is uh, kind of becoming a regular Saturday thing and something we spend a lot of time doing uh, here in the States as we uh, kind of spend all day doing Saturdays. Then a lot of times we'll do the Sunday Perspective show afterwards. Uh, congratulations to Aaron's team. This is the annual a uh, week when Aaron's team beats my team. So congratulations to him. They beat us in double overtime. Not real happy about that. Uh, but anyways, um, you know, today's show is going to be, uh, you know, from a Sunday perspective, uh, perspective, uh, it's gonna be a boring show. Uh, but boring in the sense of we're going to talk about things being a little bit boring right now. Um, and boring in the context of, um, you know, we're, we're kind of coming out of a phase that, you know, it's been going on for, for quite a while, but I mean, you know, just from a headlines perspective, we're not seeing a lot of headlines from the cloud providers. Uh, you know, basically the only headline is sort of the quarterly earnings numbers and their numbers are up uh, a little, you know, they're, they're doing well. Uh, but the whole crypto thing has sort of fallen apart, uh, sort of crashed and burned. Um, the metaverse has sort of, you know, gone nowhere. It sort of was, was tied to, to crypto and, uh, and those sort of things, um, you know, we're seeing a lot of the companies that were quote unquote unicorns are now being, you know, kind of looked at by their VCs to generate profits. You know, we're seeing, you know, the hyperscalers, even though they're, they're doing very well, are talking about, you know, cutting back on things. And, um, you know, so from a headlines perspective, things seem kind of boring right now. And I thought what I would do for today's Sunday perspective is sort of talk about why uh, sometimes boring is okay. And so we're going to get to that right after the break. Buffering. Annoying. Did you know that 17 out of 20 people stop watching a video because of stalling and rebuffering? Don't let your users click away to a competitor's site. If your business lies on online media, rely on CDN 77 to deliver a seamless online experience to your audience. CDN 77 is one of the leading global providers of content delivery network services. They power the world's most popular websites and apps such as Udemy, ESL Gaming, Live Sports TV, and social media platforms. Aside from their massive and redundant global network, you're going to love their no BS attitude and skilled team of engineers ready to help 24-7. No chatbots, no tickets bouncing around unresolved for days, just people who know your use case and can immediately help you pinpoint and fix the problems. Don't wait until your users run out of patience. Go to cdn77.com slash cloudcast and ask for a free trial with no duration or traffic limits. That's cdn77.com slash cloudcast. And we're back. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to we're going to talk about something boring, which is 
boring. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about why, you know, as we are kind of moving into this this new phase, this new, you know, and, and who knows how long this new phase will sort of last. Sometimes they last, you know, a year or two. Um, and again, you know, it could be 12 months, it could be 18 months, it could be 24 months. It all depends on kind of how certain things shake out. But right now, you know, the industry uh, feels like it's in a little bit of a lull, uh, feels like to a certain extent it's a little bit boring. And and it's a weird thing for our industry because, we, we you know, we've gone through this this last decade of just kind of what feels like explosive growth. Uh, we've seen the cloud grow like crazy. We've seen a ton of interesting open source projects. We've seen, uh, you know, a lot of interesting things happening. Um, and, you know, right now things seem a little slow. And I've been sort of saying this throughout the year and it just sort of dawned on me. I was like, yeah, we're going to, we're getting ready to go into trade show season. Um, you know, we just finished VMware Explore, never got mentioned once. I don't think on this show, uh, we may have mentioned it just sort of in passing, but like nothing really got announced. The last AWS reInvent, I think there was four or five announcements. Usually there's 50 or 60 or something like that. And it's okay that we're sort of in a boring state. Uh, I think, you know, what, what people have to kind of remember is um, you can only go like kind of like a like a like a firework or a rocket ship for so long before things have to sort of normalize and what we're kind of getting into is a stage in which you know people call it boring because um you know in in our industry no matter what you announce no matter what you're working on no matter what's new i mean literally 5 minutes after you announce something that you've been you spent 6 months on a year on however long it's been people go okay well that that's cool i understand that now so so what's next Right. We have a very much a, a what's next, what's new, what's exciting uh, part of our industry. They, people always want to know about the roadmap more so than they want to know about things becoming stabilized. And unfortunately, sometimes, uh, you know, economics kind of kick in and they force us to to work on things to, to be more stable. And so we're, we're kind of moving into a stage in which we're seeing a lot of companies focus on profitability. Um, you know, you're going to see this whether you're uh, directly in our industry, directly sort of adjacent to our industry, depending on whether you're building products or you're servicing products or technologies or you're delivering, uh, you know, building something new, you're going to see much more of a focus on profitability. Um, you're going to see much more of a focus on accountability, right? So we, we had seen a lot of things in which things got announced that were sort of interesting, they were exciting, and then they didn't really pan out. And, you know, in often cases, um, you know, nobody was really kind of held to task as things failed. We have, we have uh, you know, we sort of live with a mantra of like build fast and break things. And, um, you know, it's better to, you know, constantly be making changes because that'll, that'll make things more stable. And yeah, maybe that's the case sometimes. But, you know, when when times are a little a little tighter, a little um, a little more slow, boring, if you will, um, we start to see accountability become a big thing. And we start to see people being held accountable. We start to see companies being held accountable. So we're, we're moving into that stage as well. We're starting to see companies slow their hiring. We're starting to see people rethink where resources are going. We're starting to, uh, to a certain extent, um, because there have been uh, some groups that have laid some people off, we're starting to see salaries kind of normalize again. And, you know, as... As people that are building companies know, as their startups know, and and even just groups that are starting new things, um, you know, having to compete against really, really unreasonable salaries. Um, again, you know, people should try and do the best they can, make the most they can, uh, maximize the best you can negotiate. But like, at some point, salaries get you know, a reasonable, unreasonable for what the work is being asked and the return of value that that's being created. So I think we're going to start seeing not only some slowing in hiring, we're also going to see some, um, you know, some accountability in terms of, of what resources look like. Um, people are going to 
be more thoughtful in terms of how resources are used. Um, we're not going to see as many just free things thrown around. We're not going to see uh, as many people flying around to all sorts of places just to do a you know one hour talk or whatever it might be. And then the flip side of things that happen is, <clears throat> you know, and the, these things sort of are are sort of the pragmatism that comes after a lot of growth or you know, growth that is, you know, only focused on certain things, right? So we, we've had a long time of, of focusing on uh, developers, the new kingmakers, and, um, you know, we, we should be doing everything possible to make developers, um, you know, really, really agile and really um, prolific and really, um, you know, making sure they do everything right. And and the thing I, you know, that's interesting is, you know, I saw a thing this week, I was listening to, uh, to our friends over at Software Defined Talk, they were talking about a new um, internal thing that Amazon was rolling out for their developers, because they essentially had figured out that uh, about thirty percent of what developers were working on was was toil, right, or what they had identified as sort of toil repetitiveness, and you know, so they were looking to sort of build an internal team of people who were going to do some things for them. You know, essentially what we've heard for platform teams and SRE teams and other things in the past. But it does make you sort of wonder, like, you know, is thirty percent of repetitiveness that bad? Right, especially if we're starting to move into times when uh, we're not necessarily doing as much, but you know we're we're having to do those things, and so you know I think we're going to start seeing people start to measure those things, right? Like how much of what we do is repetitive, how much of what we do can be uh, reduced in terms of of you know the manual tasks that are doing that, and so what you tend to see in these sort of boring periods, pragmatic periods, if you will, um, is a lot more focus on security. Because uh, a lot of times security sort of gets left behind when we're trying to accelerate development, DevOps, uh, you know, shift left, all those sort of things. So you're going to see many more projects focused on security. Um, security companies are going to kind of rise to the forefront uh, once again. They tend to sort of rise up and then fade back into the into the shadows for a while and then sort of come back. So we'll see a lot about about security. Um, people, you know, when they're not necessarily spending nearly as much, uh, they do sort of double down on going well. Um, let's make sure the things that we are doing are, are good security practices. We'll potentially spend on those things. Cause again, um, you know, you, you don't want to get hacked in any times, but you definitely don't want to get hacked when maybe things are slowing down and you potentially lose time and money and effort and so forth. Um, we're also going to see automation make a big focus, right? Um, automation is one of those things that when things are going really, really well, and maybe you have lots of people and lots of funding and, you know, automation is often thought of as something that you do to reduce cost, to reduce toil, to reduce uh, repetitiveness. Um, and so we're going to see much more, I think, um, you know, sort of another cycle of people focusing on automation and the things that that you can do to automate things, whether it's at the individual level, at the group level, at the infrastructure level, at the security level, um, all those things sort of sort of start to come in. And then we start to really see some some rethinking going on of people going, okay, where were we two years ago and where are we today? And, you know, given the changes that went on, whether they were good, bad, and different, scaled up, scaled down, are they sustainable, right? Can we continue to do things we were doing things at that pace, uh, in that direction with those tools, with those people? Um, and so you're going to see a lot of um, kind of rethinking that goes on uh, during the next year to two years about are we doing things uh, at an individual company level, at an industry level, uh, at an individual group level? Are they, you know, are things we're doing sustainable, right? So um, do we need to cut back on a number of things? Because, you know, reality, we were maybe we we're overworking people, we were burning people out. Um, 
you know, are we spending too much on certain areas that we're not paying enough attention to and getting enough return on? Um, so all those sort of things, I think you're going to see more and more of over the next year to, to two years as, as the industry sort of, you know, sort of shakes itself out, uh, the economy shakes itself out. And what that can ultimately say to you is, you know, it's going to feel like as you're looking around at the industry, you're looking for like big headlines, big new things kind of popping out, big stuff that's going to get you motivated to, you know, spend a weekend working on something or, you know, go download something. It may seem a little slow. It may seem a little bit boring. And, you know, I'll say this, um, you know, I've been through a few of these cycles in my career. I remember after the, after 2001, uh, when the internet bubble burst, I remember thinking, you know, where we're at right now is okay. And, and, you know, there's a part of you that sort of, you know, if you, if you step back at it, you're like, boy, we, we've got a lot of good things going on right now. You know, it was, uh, you know, at the time back then it was like, you know, internet's everywhere. You can get internet from your couch and you can do all sorts of interesting things. And, you know, and yes, the economy and the industry was sort of in a lull, uh, but it lets you sort of reset. It lets you sort of focus on some things. Um, and you know, not to worry, our industry is, is incredibly, uh, resilient. Um, there's a lot of really creative people. And at some point, um, you know, money tends to flow towards technology because it's always proven to be one of the areas, uh, at least over the last couple of decades, 10, 15 years or so, in which returns have been the greatest. And so, you know, while things may slow down a little bit from a, from a venture capital perspective or, you know, people raising money or raising money at smaller valuations or taking less amounts of money, you know, this period of what's going to feel somewhat boring for a little while um, is oftentimes kind of a good uh, rebalancing for our industry. Um, you know, so if you find yourself a little bit bored, that's okay. Um, you know, from a, from a job perspective, I, I, you know, from experience over my years and having known lots of people, um, being bored is not necessarily the best time to say you don't want to, you know, you don't want to do this job anymore. You want to go somewhere else. Now, if it's detrimental to you, fine, but, but be a little bit careful, uh, just saying like, Hey, I'm bored in my job. I'm going to go look for something else because, Oftentimes, um, that boredom just means that you have actually reached a level where you're really good at your job, you're really proficient at your job, and maybe the thing you should be doing as opposed to saying that I'm bored is saying, you know, what what new challenges can I take on, right? Or you may say, look, uh, <laughs> some of this boredom means that I'm really good at my job. Um, maybe I'm able to do it in 35 or 40 hours a week or instead of 60 hours a week or whatever. Um, and it gives you some opportunities to kind of balance your life a little bit, spend some more time with your family, spend some time on your health, spend some time on, on a hobby or something along those lines. So anyways, um, show was, uh, a little bit focused on boringness, uh, probably was a little bit boring because, you know, it's always more fun to hear about new, exciting technologies and big headlines and so forth. But, you know, like I said, I, I think, you know, if we look at things and we step back from a macro perspective, um, you know, the news is not. The news is not bad right now. It's it's slowing down. It's uh, you know a little more of a mix of not just all unicorns and sunshines and rainbows and champagne and all that stuff. And and that's a good thing for our industry. It sort of makes us reset and makes us think about what actually works, uh, what provides value to companies, where um, where there's economies of scale um, and all those sort of things. So. Anyways, uh, hope your weekend has not been boring. Hope your uh, next week is not going to be boring. But uh, I did want to talk about sort of the the okayness of sometimes things being boring is okay. And uh, we're going to be in that a little bit. Um, we've got some interesting shows coming up, though, I think, uh, not to sort of turn you off onto what we're going to be talking about. But uh, it is okay sometimes when, when uh, our industry feels like it gets a little bit slowed down and there's not as many headlines and it's boring. It's, you know, quote unquote, boring. 
Um, don't worry, it'll get better. Uh, it always does. It always historically has. Um, we just sometimes have to go back through a period of pragmatism and accountability and profitability and rethinking resources and, and all that sort of stuff. And once they kind of get back to a good equilibrium, uh, we will see some we will see some new rocket ships and new uh, fast periods of time. So stick with it. Um, so with that, I'm going to wrap it up. Sunday perspective on boringness. Hope I didn't bore you too much. Um, would love to get your feedback on if you're bored. Uh, but with that, I'm going to wrap it up. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, it's been a great, uh, Q3, if you will, for those of you that, uh, live and work by quarters, you know what that means. Um, lots of, uh, lots of really good feedback on the show. Show growth has been really, really good. We're coming up on 11 million listens. Um, I think any day now, uh, over the last 11 years. So, um, thank you to everybody who listens. Thank you everybody who tells a friend. Thanks to everybody who's helping us grow the show and grow the community and all the things that you do. And, uh, with that, I'm going to wrap it up. Hopefully I didn't bore you too much and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more shows, show notes, videos, and everything social media. 